man, you talk about being fucking hot. It's fucking hot. I'm up here fucking dying. This shit ain't no fucking joke. Ain't nothing fun about being this goddamn hot. And can't do anything. I ain't got no AC. I can't turn on a motherfucking fan so that I'm not dying while I'm talking into this motherfucking microphone. But it is what it is. And it's your boy Ryan Singer out here reporting on that daily ignorant what is up fuck faces. Your boy's out here trying not to be fucking fat because he's trying to turn into a fucking fatty, you know, six foot tall, running in about 210 pounds. I was hovering around 218. I got rid of eight pounds. You know what I'm saying? I got rid of, well, really, I got it out about 209. You know what I'm saying? Out here, almost 10 pounds I got off me. But, had a relapse. You know what I'm saying? Went out. Had some beers. Went to a brewery. Had some beers. And then had to eat like I had some beers food. You know what I'm saying? You can't like have some beers and then not have a motherfucking burger. Then I'm going to get a burger. I ain't going to get no motherfucking french fries. And then by the end of the night, because I got a nice buzz and I had a burger with some motherfucking french fries. I had to have dessert. And, you know, that's when it get real bad, too. It's not like just like I had dessert. Like, we didn't go nowhere. We made some chocolate chip cookies. And I ain't made, like, three, four cookies. You know what I'm saying? There's, like, a dozen cookies in the house now. You can't have a dozen. You can't have a dozen crack pipes around full of crack around a crackhead that's trying not to crack. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to crack. And they're not just going to, like, I'm going to have. I'm just going to have a couple Couple, couple cracks, and, and call it an evening. It's been a very, it's been a very pleasant night. Figure out, end it with a couple cracks, and you know, have a nice nap. Nah, nigga, you're going to all the way crack, crack it up. That's what it is. Ain't gonna be no cracks after this. And that's what the fuck I do, dude. I'm a straight crackhead. In real life. I might not look like a fatty. In real life, I might look like I'm in shape because I hold clothes well. You know what I mean? I put some clothes on and I look like I'm doing it, even though I look like a sack of nickels if I take my shit off. <laughs> you know? But I be trying hard not to because I'm, I'm aware of it at all times. And I don't have real responsibilities or anything popping off. So it's the only thing I have that's fucking with me that is bad. Outside of the fact that you know, my career isn't where I want it to be. But, you know, that's just what that is. That ain't a big fucking deal. You got time to change it. You're not dead yet. Could be dead. Not dead yet. And I don't have real responsibilities. So I ain't got no reason to be a motherfucking crackhead. You know? But I can't help it. It's, it's food, nigga. The f food is so fucking hard and not food like fake food all the food in the right hand side of the grocery store you know like if you walk in there and bust a right and go to the motherfucking grocery store you know where the whole grocery store is you fucked up you can't go that way you can't go that way there's nothing over there for you things shouldn't be able to stay on a shelf for like long periods of time and be edible. 
You know? Like a cat will sniff some shit and walk off like, nigga, I ain't eating this. Shit is gross. But you do it. You could bust a left and go to the produce aisle, but even the produce will fuck you up. You know? And, and the re- it's better for you, right? Because it's, it's greens and all that good shit. You need all your veggies. But the reason I said it'll fuck you up, too, is they can't help but put stuff that your body doesn't want on your food because you won't grow your own food. And you, and you won't and probably can't grow enough of your own food to sustain yourself all year. It'd be hard. That would be life is growing food and all that. That would be life. And you can't, because you have to mass make all this food. My mom keeps little gardens on her. And I was watching her do her garden. She loves that shit. And so she's planting, you know, she's planting a little bit of everything. What she got out there? She got like three or four different types of tomatoes out there. She got heads of cabbage, heads of lettuce. She got green beans. She got kale. She got three or four different types of peppers. Bell peppers, hot peppers, banana peppers, jalapenos, uh, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, onions, radishes. What else? The rhubarb. What the fuck else is out there? This bitch got everything. It's like going to the grocery store. But, like, I, you know, I don't be in town a lot. And I'm in town right now, so I get to watch it. Normally, I, I mean, I saw it as a kid, but I ain't paying no motherfucking attention. She let me play in the dirt a little bit, then I keep it moving. But while I'm around right now, I can see it. And, like, I would come home and I would see where she would put the tomatoes. And then I come back next year and the tomatoes are in a completely different spot. You know, and now I'm back now, and, and I saw him, and I'm like, dude, she put him in another spot. And I'm like, what's that about? And she's like, the food, the plant, sucks the energy out of the ground, right? Because the ground got the nutrients and everything. And she'll go get manure and stuff like that, buy it from the store, put it in there to enrich the ground and 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 give the ground some base so that the motherfucking the plant has food and and can grow strong. And she's like, as it's growing, it's sucking the energy out of the ground to make what it makes. And then it produces whatever the fuck it is it's producing as it's sucking, right? So if I take the plant and put it back where it was the prior year, it's aware of where it was and aware that it's back in that spot, I mean, even though it's a new seed, whatever, whatnot, it it yanked the energy out of the ground that the plant that was there did. So when you put the same plant back, the energies that it would go to attack, that shit ain't there no more. It sucked it out of the ground because it pulled it out. Everything's pulling different, right? Maybe not, but maybe. And it's pulling the energy out of the ground to feed itself. And when you go back the next time, the same energy isn't in the ground because you pulled the nutrient out of it. So she got to go back into the ground and enrich it to give it energy so that when she plants something else, it'll pull the energy out. 
and to keep it rotating and so that she's not pulling the same energy out of the same spot all the time, which I guess with that ideology, it'd be like you, that energy would be gone because this plant sucks this type of energy and you're constantly doing that. So it's hard to replenish those parts. She changes and rotates the plants so that wherever the plant is growing a different energy pool is happening. Does that make sense? It does to me, but I'm ignorant as fuck. So she rotates the plants. So it made me think, so in mass farming, let's say they got mad strawberries out, right? And they put all the strawberries on the ground. And the strawberry sucking the energy out of the ground and it's turning into a fucking strawberry and it's fucking huge. And it's strawberrying the fuck up. <laughs> and things are coming to fuck with the strawberries just like they do my mom's plants and shit. And so they're out there and the bugs show up and they're like, we're here to fuck up the plant. And the plant's gangster as fuck. And nigga, get off me. He ain't doing shit to me. You know what I'm saying? And the plant do something to get rid of the bugs so it doesn't kill all of it. And it can grow and do what it wants to do. But then, if you come back the next year and do the same thing, the plant is sucking the energy out of the ground again in an attempt to grow. But it doesn't have the same energy pattern because you sucked a ton of energy out of the ground last year. And you're treating it at everything, but ain't like not, nothing is better than natural. You can do some chemical shit to the ground to like try to enrich it and put fertilizer and other things to provide new nutrients. But the plant knows what the earth is. The earth is real. And if you're sucking the energy out of the earth and now the energy ain't there, the plant knows it. So the plant's trying to plant. Looks like it did last year, but it ain't really sucking the same energy. You know what I mean? So now... The motherfucking bug comes back. He's like, I got my boys this year. What you going to do this year, motherfucker? And the plant's like, what's up? He, he can't help it. He got to act like he's going to fight. What you going to do, be a pussy? He's going to bitch out and let everybody else around watch you just get bitched the fuck up and then get beat the fuck up? It's like, nah. Somebody got to stand up to the bully because there's more of us than there is the bully. And if everybody stands up, the bully will cower. But what happens is everybody gets scared because they watch somebody get beat the fuck up. And the bully shows up and he beats somebody up fucking bad. And now the plant can't fend this thing off that's talking shit to it anymore. So then we got to go do stuff like put a, what is it, when they take the planes and they fly over the fields and shit, pesticides? And put pesticides on the plants so that the plants can have a defense system because they're not pulling the same nutrient that they would where they would have a natural defense system against something and like attacking it. And, and not the strawberries do. It's just an example. Fuck you for being like you're dumber than I thought. I mean, I, I am, but whatever. But. It, it, it's not growing like it normally would. So now you put the pesticides on there to prevent these bullies from showing up and decimating your plants. But your I don't give a fuck what the scientists say that 
you know, there's only this much of the pesticide on the plant when you get it and eat it, your body knows what natural is. It just does. And, and I'm not a scientist and, you know what I mean? I'm an idiot, so I don't know. But this is just my logic, right? Is that real is real. And if I don't give a fuck if we make something and compared to the genetic code of the real plant and then you made something that legitimately has the exact same properties in the exact same order of this other plant. If you if you engineered it to be made, it, it's still not real. It may be real, but it doesn't have the earth signature on it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers making Picasso paintings and it looked like that, but it ain't really. And you know it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It looked exactly like it. It'd be like the best fake, but it ain't that shit. And so it's not valued as much. It's still rowdy, but it ain't the fucking same. And how dare you say that it is? It's disrespectful to the original artist. You know what I mean? Give credit where credit is due. And your body know that shit. So then you put pesticide on there and he show up and he and he helped the, the plant out. You know what I'm saying? I got me and my boys with me. Well, I got my friends too, fuck face. Now what? But then when we eat it, we eat the veggie and your body goes, what the fuck is this? And it's like, oh, my name's Pesticide. They had gotten a fight and needed help and they called and told me to, to come. And so then I just came with them. They said everything will be cool. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm cool. And they're like, is he cool? And they're like, dude, he's cool. We were totally going to get our ass kicked. And out of nowhere, Pesticide showed up and saved us all. And we're all good. And so now we're here. And, you're, and you'd be like, cool. Your body be like, cool, come on in. And it ain't until they start processing everything that your body starts going, dude, I don't know what this pesticide shit is. But you guys are going, and you guys are in here. You guys came to the city, which is your body, and you are doing fucking work. You know what I mean? I need new muscles. I'm a fucking idiot, so I need new brain cells. You know? And, and, and you're actually doing your job. But as I'm breaking everybody down into the positions that they're going to be within the city, I'm looking at pesticide and I'm going, nigga, what are you going to contribute? And he's like, well, I'm here, you know, I'm kind of like a free spirit. I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And he doesn't really do anything. So after like not paying attention and trying to help him figure out what it is he does, he, he, he's a squatter. He doesn't do anything. Now he's just sitting in a tent on the side of the road, taking up a parking spot. Used to park there last year. And now you got a five-minute walk because Pesticide decided that this is where he was going to make his home and nobody else is going to say shit about it. They, they just going let to him, let him reside where he is. I, I think that's what happens with big farm you can't get away from that just like the uh the uh preservative for your meat like your body don't know what i know it's like salts and stuff to keep the meat from spoiling because it's going to spoil right like they're doing what they're doing to the to food 
to get you your meat. Like if you go to a local your your farmer's market and get the meat, like it's it's not as dark, it's not as red as the meat in the grocery store. And I'm an idiot, so I don't know that this is real with how I'm going to say it, but my brain's trying to make sense of it, and it's how I, it's how I process it. Is that the meat, like, oxidizes, right? And starts to decay. And so it starts turning darker. And by the time I gave it to you, if you didn't get it real quick, it would spoil and you would be fucked up. So we put preservatives on the meat to keep the meat from spoiling so that you can get it and eat it and not get sick. But the problem is, just like the pesticide, your body don't know what the fucking preservative is. So, like, the meat shows up, and it was like, what's up, meat? And it's like, what's up, dude? I got my buddy with me. And he's like, Who, who's this? And he's like, he's preservative. And preservative's like, what's up, man? And it was like, who are you? He's like, oh, man, they, they was over here complaining. They weren't going to be able to make it because they needed extra help. And they asked me, and so I showed up, and, and, and they said that I'd come with them. They said you'd be cool with it. And you're like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I just let in pesticide. Pesticide, they seem cool. And now you got all these fucking squatters hanging out together, doing a whole bunch of nothing. Creating tent cities. And now you got cankles and shit. Like, that's what I'm trying to avoid, but I can't fucking help it. Because you you almost have to eat like that. You you can't help it, like they're go- they're making the food for you. It's the only thing that you have. You you have to in order to be like really healthy, which is what I try to do. You have to eat, uh, like at local farmers markets, like all your food, all your veggies got to come from within like a fifty mile radius of yourself if you can help it. That way you know it's fresh and you can get to it and get home fast to eat it. The closer the better, right? It's supporting your local communities and shit and your local farmers. It'll definitely be more expensive. It's worth it because then it'll be a, they'll be able to keep doing what they do. You'll be way healthier. You'll end up saving money because you won't have to do like hospital shit and going and getting checked up and taking pills as you get older. Because your body is like, what the fuck have you been doing to me? And so I'm out here attempting, even though I think that, right? I think all that shit. I still eat like a dozen fucking cookies. And I was like, you didn't need a dozen cookies. Why'd you do that? You know why I did that? Because I'm a fucking addict and you put a dozen crack pipes in my fucking face. What'd you expect me to do? Gave me a whole bunch of clean needles. And said I'll be back. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. There's going to be 12 dirty needles when you get back. I might be laying there with my gut out. Drooling on myself. Making like sounds of pleasure. <laughs> uh, uh. Why'd you eat them all? Why'd you make them all? Why'd you force me to have to be responsible? 
I can't. I'm an addict. You're supposed to feel bad for me. You know, isn't that the time we're in? That we, you know, we all have problems and our problems need to be acknowledged and supported. You know, I need support. I need you to recognize that in real life, I am my 600 pound life. That's who I really am. I just, it hasn't happened yet. You know, I try to take precautions to keep that from happening. But dude, it's bad. And, And the reason it's so bad is that I've been in decent shape in my life. So as you start to like gain the weight, like if you're used to being in shape, the initial weight gain, you can feel immediately. It's very uncomfortable. You know, like I turn and shit, my gut is in my way. And I ain't used to my Well, I, I have been because I, I go through this a lot. But like when the gut starts getting in the way of things again, that's when it's like you got to do something. Like I'm out here running around with young hotness. I can't be out there like going hard in the paint. You know what I'm saying? Getting up there in them guts. And his motherfucking gut is in the way. Ain't nothing sexy about that. Or maybe there's nothing sexy about that in my brain. Because I understand that people are attracted to the dad bod. You know what I mean? And I think that's what I got. I think I got a dad bod. I got an undad bod. You know what I mean? I ain't a dad, but I got a dad bod. But even my dad bod, it's like... I'm probably in better shape than the dad bot. But to me, because I don't see myself, I think I'm rocking like a hard dad bot. And I definitely work out more than dad. The only workout dad really gets besides going to work, coming back, is picking up his kids and throwing them around. Which is a real workout, by the way. I think that's why moms are so goddamn strong. Because you're walking around carrying like anywhere from 5 to 30 pounds all the fucking time. On top of having the kid gaining a ton of weight. And then having to walk around with that weight. And make it go away. Like if they can make it go away working out, moms be dumb strong. Because that's what the weight is. That's When I talk about being uncomfortable, it's carrying something around that you don't. I be loving watching parents sit kids down in the grocery store. And the kid be crying. I mean, fuck you, you little bastard. You're fucking heavy. Walk around carrying you. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, mommy, for carrying me. Nah, nigga. You're fucking heavy. You walk. Walk, piece of shit. Carried you fucking nine months. Now you want me to carry you more? Be independent, you little fucker. Like, dude, it, it, it's brutal to have to fucking... You you gained like you so I'm up. At the biggest I was two fifty and I lost all that weight. I was in super shape at about a buck ninety five. I think I got down to a buck ninety two. It started feeling small, but best shape I've been in since high school. I mean, I was in great shape. You know how good a shape I was in. Not to toot my own horn. For the first first and foremost, I was in the first place where I had a mirror and I could actually see myself. So I was like kind of shocked that I was in the shape that I was in. And I had like the, uh, the dick root, you know what I'm talking about? Like dick root, 
like at the bottom of your abs where you can see the V that's going down to your dick because your abs go down too hard. Like I had that thing going on. I ain't never seen that shit. You see that shit on a motherfucking, uh, it got to be like them super athletes, like all the professional athletes or like the gymnasts and shit. You know, those motherfuckers that be holding those bars and, and don't be moving. Like those strong motherfuckers. You know, them people that can do like a handstand from a pull-up. From a, for, you know what I mean? Like, can pull their head, be sitting on the ground, and put their hands in between their legs and then do a stand-up. You know, pull your ass over your head and do a stand-up. Like, that's, I, I, I couldn't do that. That's dumb strong. But, like, I almost looked like that, which was fucking wicked. But, it, why did I, why did I say that? I always lose myself somewhere, right? But it's hard to eat the food so that I can be working out to get to a place like that. Because food is just so fucking good, dude. And fake food. Is the best food. Real food is terrible, dude. Don't nobody want to eat no real food. After I eat real food, though, I feel amazing. I can't believe I got through it. Then I'm not hungry at all. And the worst, you'll lose weight just because you won't be able to keep up with their system. Like they say 2,000 calories a day on their diet. Which is hard. Nigga, you go to McDonald's and get one sandwich and it be half of your daily intake. And you're still hungry. All you did was eat the sandwich and that did not do it. And it didn't do it because you got no nutrients behind it. And you'd be like, damn, I'm still hungry. And it's not that you're hungry. It's that your body's like, yo, are you going to give me what I was looking for? Or are you just going to keep playing with my feet? Because I understand you got a weird fetish and all, but this ain't doing it for me. And it's a give and take, dude. You know what I'm saying? Don't be greedy out here busting nuts real fast and then mad that I want to cuddle. I'm not busting nuts. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? My body needs to bust nuts, and I'm out here giving up on it fast, and it's getting aggravated with me, and I can feel the 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 agitation. Man. I, my gut is starting to get in the way. You know what I mean? I, I got 15 pounds on me that I don't need. 10 if I'm just being nice to myself. But at an older age now, I'm amazed at what the extra energy will do to me, especially in the sack. Like in the sack, it'll keep me, it'll keep me moving hard. But even though that maybe the dad bod is a thing and, you know, <laughs> you feel my gut resting on you while I'm over there trying to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's that feel like, ladies? You be catching it from the back. You mean slapping hard. I mean, that's the, slap. That's the sound of the balls. Like, well, I saw that on a TikTok the other day. That shit was funny as fuck. Sound of the balls smacking on your vag. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
which I, I can understand how that feel good to you. You know what I'm saying? Slapping you in the motherfucking clit while I'm over there getting after it. But like, what's it feel like to have that rug burn on the back of your back? Like if there was a, <laughs> like if there was like an actual tail, like my gut could hold your tail down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fucking gross. You know what I mean? What's it feel like to have that rug burn rubbing on you while I'm back there getting after it? Like, I'm trying hard not to have that pouch so that it's not rubbing on there, so that it's just free movement instead of you being touched a little bit more than you was maybe looking for. Like, is that part of the fantasy? Like, when you be thinking about fucking a guy, you can feel his gut rubbing on you at the same time. <laughs> Gross. But, excuse me, uh, that's, that's what getting in shape is fun for too, dude. It gives me a dumb amount of energy, which always gets me ready to do other things. And in the sack, it'll make me a beast. Plus, I got a, my lady's younger than me. So if I, if I don't get it together and I start getting super old and she actually wants to be with me because I want to be with her, like she'll, she'll, I'll die. Like, I'm getting old. Like, I'm in the middle. If I did well, which I think I am, I am in the middle of life. And that's fucking scary. So it's like I got to take care of myself. And the and the first thing to do is to be eating right. And so every I try to look at food. That's why I call it crap. So that I'm not pussyfooting around with what I'm doing. I get ready to eat something or drink something that I'm not supposed to be drinking, and I call it out right there on the spot. Like, I ain't doing crack or sticking myself with needles and going, everything is okay. <laughs> this, is, this is an okay thing that I'm doing. It ain't. You should feel like a piece of shit. What you over there sticking needles in your arm for and trying to justify doing it, you know? Don't nobody else want to be around. That's the pro- Is that the problem? Is that everybody's okay with being around the heroin addict and being around a motherfucking crackhead? I mean, even an alcoholic, to, to, some, uh, to some point, it could get annoying. Like, if you're just a dumb drunk and you're loud and obnoxious and rude, then people are like, yo, you need to not be so goddamn drunk and shit. It, it, it's affecting everybody else. But people can put up with a drunk that's funny. You know I mean it might get you drunk? That, that was an old friends uh, episode, right? Drunk Bobby, drunk. Now, drunk Bobby is somebody I know, <laughs> but drunk somebody where he was fun as a drunk, but it was like he was so disruptive that, like, it, it was like, dude, you need to change your ways. You're not going to make it long. You have to not do this. But people. People would help and people would put up with. But ain't nobody putting up with a crackhead. And ain't nobody putting up with a heroin addict. And is it just because it's illegal? And and I'm almost positive that's what it is. Like, we went up to God's country for uh, a little lake trip, a little beach trip up to Michigan. Fucking beautiful up there. Love it. But we were hanging out. We we rented a lake cabin. You know what I'm saying? Chilling. Private beach. And just posted up. And because Michigan got their shit together, er, 
herb recreationally is legal. So you can go get something, and if you're on your own property, you're good. So, you know what I'm saying? We're drinking, we're eating, we're smoking, having a good time. And we're on the beach. And here comes this little dude out of one of the lake houses. He got a little surfboard. It's way bigger than him. Looks like he's struggling to carry in it, but he's fucking going to do it. And not only is he going to do it, there ain't no adult around. This nigga's going to go get in the water by himself. There ain't nobody watching. There ain't nobody worried. But you know, it's the lake. So ain't no sharks and shit. You ain't got to worry about nothing but drowning, which got to be worried about. But hey, fuck it. He's probably, he might have been like 10. You know what I mean? I ain't got no kids. So I don't have no like frame of reference for how old a kid is. You know, from zero to five, you're three. And then from 5 to 12, you're 10. And then from 12 to 18, you're 15. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just know you're a kid and get away from me. Yuck. <laughs> but he comes with his little surfboard. And uh, my brother was with us. And he yelled at him. He's like, you a, you a surfer, dude? And a big smile came up on his face. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you going to go ride some waves? He's like, yeah. He's like, show us how you ride the waves. So he, so he takes off running, throws the board in the surf, and he dove on it and went under the wave. And, he's, and he swims down so he could get a wave. And he gets one. And he's, and he's surfing. And he's doing some tricks. And, and he did like a little spin on the board. And then he made it. And we were all on land and yelling and jumping up and down. So then he went down and got back on the board and he put his hand up and we put our hands up. So he knew we saw what he did. He was out. You could see the smile on his face out there. He was fucking hype. He had to show motherfuckers that he was real and they saw it and they acknowledged it. And while we're acknowledging his realness, my lady is like, you know, like it's nice and all that you guys are acknowledging this kid and shit. But I wish his ass would leave so I can light this motherfucking joint. And I was like, I felt that shit. You know why? Because my lady is a fucking saint. And she is morally centered, you know. And that's what I told her. I'm like, look at you over there being a good person. You know. Because where we're from, that thing that you want to light is illegal and you would never want to do something illegal in front of such a precious young mind yeah but if you was going to like smoke a cigarette or drink a case of beer you wouldn't even think twice about cracking that motherfucking can in that fucker's face you know that you do it right in his fucking face. And wouldn't even fucking care. Wouldn't even fucking care. Do it right in his fucking face. You know what I mean? And it's because they told you that that action in front of that little kid is okay. Like, they said that. And they said, you smoking that motherfucking L isn't okay. So because they said so, your morals are tied to their ideologies, you go, I'm not going to light this thing in front of this little kid. I wish he'd leave. But that little kid is living or is vacationing in a place 
where that little stick that you're holding is actually legal. Just like the motherfucking beer, just like the motherfucking cigarette, and just like all the fucking food that's fucking everybody up. It's fucking legal. So, fuck that little kid, spark this motherfucking L so that he gets a life lesson in the world about what's going on and what is and isn't. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to to worry about something if it's legal. And I think that's what it is. I think putting all the nasty food in your body and being a fatty and, and being just not a fatty, like almost half of the population just isn't like overweight. They're obese. Almost half of the whole country is obese. Like, just not overweight. Like, you're fucking, you are a fucking fatty. And it's okay because it's legal to be like that. It's legal. It should be illegal, right? Not that it's illegal to be fat, but like, you will see some fat kids. Like, I live in a place where I see that a lot. I'll see fatty, fat kids. Like kids that have never been able to put their chin on their chest because they're one and the same. You know what I mean? And it's like, I wonder what their parents look like. Hey, nigga, you know what their parents fucking look like. They're fatties. Just like this little fatty right here. You think the kid's all fat like this and the parents are fucking skinny? The parents fuck around and be skinny because they're dying and they don't want to miss their kids grow up. So they now have to attack themselves, which is then hard because you have to change the diet at a kid and the kid can't help it because he is from the shittiness. Like the, they're shitty and you're a fatty fat. I always talk about this shit like this. Like if, and I think I've said this before in the motherfucking podcast, but who knows? I'm talking to myself and it's reckless. Like, if, hey, ladies, and I know there ain't no ladies listening, but hey, ladies. <laughs> if, if you had a choice of like your husband, and I know you're going to say your husband, whatever, your husband or your favorite dude crush celebrity whoever it is maybe it's a porn dude maybe it's the dude down the market street that guy or an obese person that looks gross like whose nut are you gonna take to the face you know i mean you know you'll take your husband's nut to the face because you did it already you're not gonna not pick you're not doing the nasty nut that because you're like it's gross right like, that nasty load coming out of that dude is that dude's DNA mark. Everything that not only makes up that guy, but makes up that guy's lineage. Everybody that has ever came from the blood type that that dude is, is in this load. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter that now that you're a fatty and you realize you're going to die and you want to be around for your kid's shit and you start changing and you look different. Whilst you was pregnant, you was already fatty, you know, doing some fat shit. And then you caught fat load on top of you being fat. 
So you have all that genetics in you, everything that's ever happened, right? And then on top of it, while you was pregnant, you're like, well, I'm pregnant so I can eat and do whatever the fuck I want. So then you was being a super fatty. And because you're a fucking fatty, the, the baby is down there yanking on your poles and scraping your walls and shit and eating everything that's down there. And he's like, all this shit is amazing. It's all amazing. And that's what I always, why I always assume like pregnant women, like I've heard rumors that they have like crazy appetites, like for weird shit. You know what I mean? I want craft cheese singles wrapped around hot dogs dipped in salsa with crackers. <laughs> what? Why do you, cr- with ketchup? Like, it's gross. Like, why do you want all that? It's because the baby is down there scraping. He got fucking crackers, and he's doing like a sandwich spread where he's scraping the walls and putting it on his fucking crackers like it's cheese whiz and shit and eating it. And it's like sandwich meat. You ever seen how gross sandwich meat look is? Just a whole bunch of different meats put together with some fucking mayo. Fucking gross. But it doesn't taste bad. And he's down there eating that, and he's yanking on the pole like the little ding-ding bell. Like, hey, bitch, give me more of this shit. And now she's eating, you know, hot chocolate with 7-Up and Oreos. What the fuck are you doing? It's because you're down there doing fat shit, and now you got more fat shit coming now. And so then the baby is born from fatness. And that's what he's accustomed to. His body's accustomed to having it like that. And it's what he wants. When he's jonesing, he's jonesing for fat shit. He ain't jonesing for fucking broccoli. But if he was, instead of you getting your shit together pre-post-baby, if you did it pre-baby, you would still be spitting your lineage of some fatties genetics in your load. But at the end of the load, You know, there'd be a hint of, I tried to get my shit together. And then maybe you pass that part on so that when you go to start changing your little fatty kid's diet, it doesn't have a mental breakdown that you're changing its lifestyle, not allowing it to eat grilled cheese sandwiches with gummy bears and Kool-Aid with five cups of sugar in it. You know, it's like, fuck, dude. It should be illegal for you to make your kid fat. Like, if your kid's obese, you can be obese. You're a fucking adult. But if your kid is obese, it is a direct reflection of what you're doing to that fucker. We're all big boned in my family. You go fuck yourself, you fucking fatty. You're a fucking crackhead is what you are. And you're force feeding your kid crack. And nobody's saying anything about it because it's not socially acceptable to tell a kid he's fat. You know what my dad did to me the first time I ever met him? I was eating my food and I was chewing with my mouth open because didn't nobody correct me and I was a fucking savage out here in these streets. So he's making fun of me for eating with my mouth open and call me a fucking uh call me a fucking uh horse. 
<laughs> and then they were, and him and my brothers were all chewing like that and just giving me shit like dudes do. But I was raised by all women, so I wasn't accustomed to being made fun of. So just like all the women I was raised around, I'm doing what they would do. And I'm fucking crying, which makes the dudes double down. <laughs> so now they're really giving it to me, which was great because that's exactly what I fucking needed for being a fucking pansy. All these damn people that are in tune with their feelings or pansies. This is what guys would say before they were in trouble for saying how they feel. It is. You can't be running around crying and shit like that. And then on top of that, like they're making fun of me for that, I'm eating what I'm eating and I'm allowed to eat whatever I want because I'll complain about what I want to eat. And I'm eating shit. And what happens when you eat shit? You start looking like shit. And I started getting bitch tits, you know? And don't be mad that I said bitch. It's bitch tit. That's when a dude starts having boobies. And a dude starts having boobies without trying to have boobies. You know what I mean? Like, you took some hormones to get some titties so that you think you look like a chick. He does look like a chick. Why would you say that? Because I didn't try to have no titties. But I was out here eating and not doing shit and catching bitch tits. And you know what my motherfucking dad did to me? He smacked me right in the titty. <laughs> he walked up to me and like, look at your titties. And he slapped me in the tit. I was still crying from the horseshoe shit. <laughs> from the fucking, you know what I'm saying, the mush mouth, how I was eating. Guess what happened? I quit eating with my motherfucking mouth open. And I got addicted to doing push-ups. And guess what I don't have anymore in life? It's bitch tits. Now I got, I have a nice chest. You know what I mean? And it was because I got fat shamed by my dad about being a motherfucking fatty and being like, change your life. And so I fucking did. And it fucking worked. And people not wanting to acknowledge their involvement in their kid's diet are actually not, they're not looking at themselves as the problem. Like, you're a fucking fatty. And then, like, it's acceptable to be an adult and be a fatty because you're an adult and you're busy and you have a life and blah, 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 blah. But in real life, yo, like, use a fucking fatty. Use a fucking fatty. Oh, I missed it. Use a fucking fatty, and you need to be held accountable. Shit, I got to take this call, everybody. Give me, like, four seconds. I'm back, everybody. Sorry about that. Had to take that call. That was an amazing, that was, a, that was an amazing call. You know when things happen in your life and, and shit changes? Like, there's very few things that happen in life that, like, change your life. From that point on, like, you ain't the same no more. Something great happened, and now you're not the same. It's like losing your virginity. <laughs> you know what I mean? You lose your virginity, and you ain't the same. Even it, Good or bad, doesn't matter. It's gone, you're different. <laughs> Damn, I guess when I lost my virginity. Damn, what was that like? Damn, that was... How old were you when you lost your shit? I was 
damn, they're, they're going to hear this. And it is. I was a little kid, like little young kid. Like, how young were you? That's why when I look at kids now, I'm like, you're fucking bad, dude. But it's like, I was a bad fucking kid. You know, we're 47 minutes deep. So I assume even if, if like, my mom turned this on to listen to it, I assume she ain't make it this far. <laughs> that way she don't have to hear this part. But you know what I mean? I'm out here talking reckless. So it just is what it is. I was young, dude, when I lost my virginity. I think I was 12 years old. It was like the summer going into eighth grade. You know what I mean? Like I was a little fucking kid. When that shit happened to me. And, and 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 not just when it happened to me. It's just not that it happened, right? Like, I wanted it to happen prior to it happening. But then I was so young, I was fucking terrified when, when the act was actually about to pop off. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I, I here, here we go. This is how it happened. So, you know, you, everybody... And the reason that I did it is everybody was talking about this shit. Everybody in school was talking about how much motherfucking sex they was having and what they was doing. And then I come to find out after I did it that literally everybody was lying. Wasn't nobody even doing shit. Lying sons of bitches. (laughs) But everybody was talking about it. So you wanted to be about it. But it was just about being able to be in an opportunity to do it because you're kids. You ain't got no free time. You ain't got no, like, privacy. You can't do anything. So it's attempting to figure out a time to even have an opportunity to do it. You're not even old enough to be driving cars where you can get some privacy. You know what I mean? I'm still riding bikes and shit. (laughs) Fucking... So, what happened was, a buddy of mine, his girlfriend's parent were going on some sort of, some sort of motherfucking vacation cruise type shit. Like, they was going to go down to, like, a riverboat and go gambling or something and spend the night. And they knew that, uh, her parents were going to be gone, so she told her girlfriend... And they were like, oh, we're going to have the house to ourselves. We're going to have our boyfriends come and spend the night. And, dude, as a kid, knowing you get to do some adult shit and, like, share a bed with somebody, my mind was blown. And I knew what was about to pop off because me and my girlfriend at the time had been talking about it. And she had already lost her virginity. Like, we were together and we were both virgins and I was too afraid to be doing shit and she cheated on me with a dude. She cheated on me with a dude that is now in prison for killing a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what happened and that's where I'm from. (laughs) But she, (laughs) she had already got murdered it. (laughs) And then was back with me because she ain't want to be over there. And so I'm like, okay, so we're going to stay. But it's like, how do, how do we going to do that? So, little kid, I said that I was going to stay over at his house. And my mom was cool with it. And then 
instead of telling his parents that we were going to be somewhere else, we knew they were going to be drunk and just think we were at the crib anyway playing video games, which is what we did. We would play video games all night. They would literally never fuck with us. So we just said we were doing that and knowing they would leave us alone. We did the dumb old school TV shit where we took balls and tennis shoes and put the tennis shoes under the bed and pulled the covers up over the ball so that it looked like somebody was, and then put the pillows in between so that it looked like somebody was sleeping in the bed. And then we jumped out the motherfucking windows and walked about five fucking miles to this chick. You know what I'm saying? That's how serious getting pussy is for a little kid. You know what I mean? We literally, I mean, it, it, it was probably more about three miles, but still, you're talking about, we had to wait for the parents to be drunk. You know what I mean? We set it all up. So we got everything in the house and we set everything up and then we waited for them to pass out and they'd been drinking. So we knew about 10 o'clock they'd be done and they were about 930, quarter to 10. They were already done for the night and we knew we'd be up all night. So they pass out. We're on the move by like 11, you know, walking and shit. By the time we get to the crib, it's probably 1230, almost 1 o'clock in the morning. It's definitely It definitely took us over an hour to get there. So how, how long does that take for a 12-year-old kid to walk somewhere in like an hour, hour and a half. That's how far away we were. You know what I mean? Little kids. We were walking through graveyards and shit. Running into like homeless people. Fucking, you know what I mean? Just at, at night, little kids. Like no cop went by. Like why the fuck are you out here? What are you doing this late? You're like, I'm out here trying to get some pussy, dude. Leave me alone. <laughs> so we get all the way over there. And... We get to the crib, super fucking exciting, and my dude had been smashing his chick. You know what I mean? They had been dating since the beginning of the year, and he had been having, because her parents were always gone, because her parents weren't shit, and so she was always by herself, and he was always smashing, and it wasn't even like a thing. This is going to be big. So he was giving me pointers the whole time I was walking. You know what I mean? You should do this. You should do that. Grab her by the butt. Pull on her hair. It's like None of that shit made sense. Like, why would I pull on her hair? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you don't get, I just didn't get any of that shit. I just knew that I got to put it in the hole. I was more worried about actually being able to find the hole. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a fucking idiot and you don't know where nothing is. So I'm making out and grabbing on her butt and I'm trying to rub her in the, in the puss. But you know what I mean? I might be rubbing her in the asshole or rubbing her in her pelvic bone. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm trying to figure it out. And she's a soldier for allowing me to try to figure it out because it took years to figure it out. And I ain't no pro now, but I'm sure as hell better than I was back then. And so we get there and I'm terrified, like 
completely terrified, don't think I want to go through with this, don't know how I'm going to get out of it. You know what I mean? Like full-fledged, like, oh, my God, like, I can't do it. We're up there in the room making out, and she goes to pick up the condom because she had condoms. I didn't have none. And I didn't bring them on purpose because in my mind, if we don't have condoms, we can't even have sex because we'll have kids, and I sure as hell ain't doing that. So I'm not bringing condoms. Didn't matter. She was ready. And then it was like, well, damn, I still don't think I want to do it. And we're making out and everything's cool. But for the first time ever, you know, normally we're making out and my dick's so hard. It's like it's going to pop through my motherfucking, my belt. You know what I'm saying? Like my pants can't even hold this shit down. Just walking around with a chubby. And she got up to go get that motherfucking condom and made it real. And for the first time ever, my dick wouldn't get hard. Like we're making out shit and I'm, and I'm doing what I was doing before, but my dick ain't getting hard. And I'm like, Oh no. Like, what am I going to do? Cause she ain't never grabbed soft dick. It ain't never like she went to grab my dick and it was soft before she got to it. I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable enough in my manness to allow her to see soft dick. I mean, guys be grown as fuck and don't let their dude, don't let their chicks see a soft dick. You know what I mean? You've been married for 20 years. You guys are about to have sex and you're still over there warming it up so it looks like you're walking around with with a monster (laughs) when she's completely aware of what you're working with. But terrified. But she's getting ready, literally like a movie, dude. I'm t- like if there was like a pilot or somebody talking in the background, letting me know what was popping off. It was like, you like someone's talking and being like, "Holy shit!" Like my conscience, I can't believe this is getting ready to happen. I, I, I'm going to flub this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. All of a sudden, some other friends of mine who had heard that this girl's parents were going to be gone and that the house was going to be empty, showed up. And they knew that I'd probably be fucking. And they wanted to just have fun. And they busted through the motherfucking door. We fell under the blankets and shit. They're all jumping on top of us and laughing. What are you guys doing? Ah, we caught him in here fucking, which is great for a little kid because even though I didn't fuck in that instant, I knew that everybody knew I was attempting to be doing that. So even though it didn't happen, it doesn't matter. I attempted to and they blew it for me. So it would still put me in the cool group. You know what I'm saying? Which is where you're trying to be when you're young like that. I'm trying to be cool. And I was trying to, and they disrupted it. So I knew I was in a good place. So I was fucking hyped. They're like, come downstairs. And I instantly was like, okay. (laughs) And just left her laying in the bed and put my motherfucking clothes on and took off running downstairs. My buddy and his lady came down. Eventually, my lady came down, too. They ordered some pizzas. We hung out for an hour or so. You know what I mean? It was probably about 1 in the morning by then. I think they hung out until about 2, 2.30 before they bounced. So then they left because they had to go walk where the fuck they were walking to. Because, again, 
We're fucking like 12 years old, dude. We're all fucking young. A whole bunch of terribly bad kids. They leave. And then we go back upstairs. We were in a different room when we got back upstairs. And we went upstairs together. So, for some reason, because we went upstairs together, we were in a completely new room. I was comfortable with us not having protection. So I knew that we couldn't have sex. So I wasn't scared of the moment. So we're making out and I'm diddling her because that's what's the most that's the most fun, fun thing to do, right? Like it used to be so much fun to finger a chick. Like you would finger a chick. And then walk up to all your motherfucking friends and be like, smell my finger. Here, just smell my finger. Smell my finger. (laughs) To let everybody know. Ew, it smells like fish. You know? And just to let everybody know, like, I put my fingers in a chick. Like, can can you believe that shit? So I'm diddling, having a blast. Rock hard penis. She's playing with it. Like, this is this is the most amazing thing. And it's out. You know what I mean? We're laying there naked. I'm having so much fun, but we're not going to do anything because I don't have a condom. Out of nowhere, she gets up and leaves for a minute. She's like, oh, hold on one second. I was like, okay. You know? And I didn't think anything of it. Literally, didn't think anything of it. She got up. She came back in the room and went to get back on top of me. And before she got on top of me to start making out, I didn't know what she was doing. She had already taken the condom out of the motherfucking package in like one move. She put like a fucking pro, a 12-year-old fucking pro. How terrible is this? She shouldn't have been this goddamn good at it, but she must have been practicing because that's what they show you in the fucking home ec, right? Not home ec. (laughs) Maybe it it did happen in home ec. They show you how to put the motherfucking condom on a banana. She put the motherfucking condom on and sat on top of me in like a move. You know what I'm saying? She did it fucking fast. And I was caught off guard. I didn't know what was happening. And while it was going on, it was like, you know, it's going on, but it kind of feels like she's jerking my dick. Like, that's okay, too. You know? But then she sat on it. And we, you know what I'm saying? We all know what that shit's like. That shit is amazing. And I couldn't believe it. Like, oh, shit, I'm in here. I'm fucking in here. I did it. I'm not a virgin anymore. The most amazing thing. You know what I mean? And did that shit all fucking night. Like, all night. You would think that she sat on it and you immediately bust. But I was just... I was so in my head and couldn't believe that I was I actually did it. If I'm being honest, I don't really remember the act as being satisfying. You know what I mean? And I think most of that has to do with I didn't really bust a nut. You know what I mean? Like we was having sex, but I never busted a nut either. Because about four in the morning, well, about two in the morning, 
this girl's parents decided, you know what, we don't feel like staying here. And what it really was, you probably didn't want to spend the money to stay somewhere else where in a couple hours you could be sleeping for free back at your crib. Had decided to come back home. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So about 4 o'clock in the morning, whilst we're actually having sex, I'm having a blast. Can't believe it's happening. My buddy bust in the door. Except for this time, because I felt hidden. You know what I mean? Kind of like I had uh, like a blanket on because she was sitting on top of me. And so I wasn't shamed like I was. Maybe it's because my dick was hard and I wasn't ashamed of it. Where before my dick was soft and I didn't want my buddies seeing me like that. <laughs> but he bust in the motherfucking door. And it's like, dude, our parents are here. We got to go. So I pop up hard and put my clothes on immediately. You know what I mean? And he's like, what are we going to do? They were already walking up on the porch and there was obviously no walking down the stairs because the door was right there. So I opened the window and I was like, I'm jumping out. My buddy at the time was a portly dude. He was like, dude, I can't do that. I can't jump out the window. I was hanging out of the window. Like I was holding onto the ledge and I had my feet on the side of the house. I'm like, I'm about to let go and push off, land in the yard, and I'm fucking out. And he's like, dude, don't leave me. And I'm like, dude, I got to go. He's like, please don't leave me. And I'm a nice dude, so I climb back in the motherfucking window. So he goes and hides in the closet, so I go in there with him. We're in the closet, and I got, I'm got i in the far back of the closet, and he's like right when you open the closet. So I can hear her dad, and he's like, where do these pizzas come from? Fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Oh, we ordered pizza. I didn't say, well, who had the money for the pizza? This is more money than we left. And what's all this other shit? And so it's like, who's in the fucking house? And it's like, oh, my fucking God. Like, we're going to die, dude. You hear stories about dads murdering dudes. There's two little girls in here, and they got boys over. You know what I'm saying? So dad's walking around the house looking for people. And mom opens the door and sees my dude. And she's like, come on out here. And so he is terrified. And he goes, but I don't move. I don't even move. And I am got my eyes closed. And she closed the motherfucking door. I couldn't believe it. I don't know what happens next. But she must have asked my buddy and he ratted me out. Piece of shit. You know what I mean? I should have left that motherfucker right there. I don't even talk to this guy now to this day. You know what I mean? Like after this, like I don't think we talked after this. But, I mean we did on the walk home and shit. You know what I'm saying? We cool. But I don't talk to this guy now. I don't know what he does. He might not even be alive. But, I assume he sold me out because she came back to the closet and opened it up, but I had my eyes closed. And just like, you know what I mean? I'm not dark by any means, but in the summer, I'm outside every day, I'm dark. And I'm in a dark closet. I got my eyes closed. I got black hair. 
I'm behind some clothes. She's looking, and she don't see shit. And she's just standing there, like, looking. And I ain't fucking moving. And eventually, I'm like, damn, what is she doing? And I opened my eyes. And as soon as I opened my eyes, she could see the white of my eyes. And she's like, she laughed. She was like, ha, come out here. And I was like, fuck. So we both get downstairs. And her dad looks like he is going to fucking murder us. I can't believe it. This has turned into the worst experience of my life. So he's asking what the fuck we're doing here and where our parents are. And I'm like, there's no way I'm telling him my parents. I'm not doing it. So before my buddy can rat us out, I tell him I'm from Columbus. You know what I'm saying? My buddy goes to school with her. And she lives over there. And my uncle it works at night and is gone. And he lives uh, down the street. I'm not even from here. You know what I mean? I'm from Columbus. And we got to go back over there. And because I'm not from there, uh, he just invited me because he was coming over here, which got me and my lady out. What I didn't know, they'd already called my ladies people. And as we're talking to the parents, she gets up to leave because her parents are picking her up, her mom. I couldn't fucking believe it. I'm like, dude, they're going to call my mom. This is going fucking down. So as we're telling him, I'm telling him we're not from here. I was staying the night with him my, because my, I'm down here and my uncle had to go to work. So I'm staying with a friend. So I don't have any parents for you to get a hold of right now because this is back in the day and cell phones don't even exist. I don't know where my uncle works. He has a job and he had to go to it. Super vague. This guy can't answer shit. <laughs> and then he tells my buddy and he was like, you know, my parents are over here, but they're asleep. He said, well, I'm going to take you home. Come on. And I look at my buddy, and I'm like, fuck that. We're not getting this guy's car. He's going to know where we live. He's going to be fucking with Nah, sir, we'll walk. He's like, no, I'll take you. And I just refuse. I'm like, I'm not getting in your fucking car. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to walk. He's like, well, it's dark out, guys. It's okay. We'll walk. And literally convinced this dude to let us walk out of his house, 12-year-old kids, and we walked another hour and a half home. I pretty much skipped the whole time, but I was super terrified because I thought he was following us and that he was going to try to uh, to get us on the way home. But we made it all the way back. You know what I'm saying? Got into bed. I stayed over there like I said I was going to. Woke up before his parents even woke up. Went back to the house to make sure I didn't have any phone calls or nothing. And nobody did anything. So I called my lady, and her mom answered the phone. And I'm like, hi, Mrs. So-and-so. Is so-and-so there? And she's like, oh, yeah. So-and-so. So-and-so's on the phone. Which caught me off guard, because I thought, shouldn't this bitch be mad? And uh, my girlfriend at the time got on the phone and was like, my mom doesn't remember anything. And I was like, what do you mean she doesn't remember any of it? I said, like, she, she's drinking, you know what I mean? And she'd be sleepwalking. 
and she'd be drunk. So they called her. She answered the phone. She came and got me. She came back home. She got back in bed. To her, that shit might have happened months ago. Like, she don't remember it at all. I woke up. She made breakfast. Asked me what I was going to do today. Like, I, I was like, get out of here. We got away with it. It's like, we got away with it. We got away with it, nigga. Amazing. So I don't know how most people's first time goes, but mine was horrific. But I guess it turned into a semi-decent story. It was fucking fun. And we're at an hour and 11 minutes. Like, who knew? Yeah, it's just because I was talking shit. And I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Like, when's the last time you thought about when you lost your virginity and what a wreck it was? I didn't even bust a nut. <laughs> so can that actually account for me losing my virginity? I feel like it does because when she sat on me, like that moment, like that pressure of penetrating, it was, I, I couldn't believe it. It was such an amazing thing. And then I was just so, I like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I didn't even have the, you bust a nut immediately because you can't believe it's happening. That never happened. Matter of fact, I don't think I busted a nut while fucking a chick until like two years later. Yeah, I'd have been like 14, 15 years old when I was fucking that chick. And, and, and even then, I didn't just bust a nut. Like, I'd be fucking for a while before I bust into that. Like, I was pretty strong coming out the gate. Plus, you're young, so even if you bust a nut, you could literally just keep fucking work now. <laughs> <laughs> I busted that and just not my dick my whole mood be like wah, wah. like I'm gone after that shit <laughs> you gotta give me a minute let me make a sandwich and go do something call me again tomorrow <laughs> anyway that was fucking fun I don't want to do this too long because I really don't ever have anything to talk about but you know don't be fat try to get in shape so you can fuck better you know what I mean? Get in shape so you can fuck better. That's a pretty good life, right? Healthy and fucking? Healthy and fucking is a great life. I'm trying to live that. That's my life. Healthy and fucking. Healthy and fucking. That's what it's about. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We appreciate the shit out of it.